Coming up next, the booking reads Robert Galbraith! Everybody, welcome to the Booking. This is Nathan Robertson, your humble and obedient host, joined by the pastor who's a master of reading. It's Jacob Mensel right there. He's wearing a shirt with motorcycles. He's got the shirt with the motorcycle. Just like Hagrid, yes, in honor of our what is Hagrid? He's a he's a half giant. In honor of our giant keeper friend of our groundskeeping friend we've got he's got the shirt it's got the motorcycles you would not know that it is this is not like a t-shirt with motorcycles what this is is this is a dress shirt it buttons all the way from the bottom to the top and it's got these or the little, top to the bottom or the top to the normal. bottom but uh, someone who actually likes to button their buttons in a sensible manner would know that it buttons from the bottom to the top and um he's wearing eh, a, he's got the gray undershirt so yeah. he's got a watch he's got a yeah. wedding ring Jeans, presumably underwear, cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> got the uh, socks, fancy, kind of cool socks, like the socks. You got the kind of Tim Burtony socks and his typical shoes. These socks have a surprise. Do they? Star Wars socks. He's got the Star Wars socks. That's right. Now, over there in the Brandon position, we've got one of our favorites, the returning guest star. She's got the headband, the gray t-shirt i guess is that what you'd call that thing gray blouse is that a blouse i don't really know what a blouse is the gray top top, the jeans the um grandma kind of no yeah no no No, okay wrong i'm sorry (laughs) pretty stylish man (laughs) the the leather sneakers she's got the headband um she's got a watch on that betrays what hand how what which handed which handed she is and we're going to say she's right-handed. False. False. You put the watch on the hand that you're not handed? Mm-hmm. That's right. Otherwise, it would get in the way while you're writing. And also, I can be writing and check the time at the same time. As I said, one of our favorites, headband, shirt, pants, etc. Dubstep Danny, the mom who's a bomb of reading. How are you doing today, Danielle? I'm doing quite well. Ah, uh, Good. I'm glad to hear it. Now, you're on. You're going to be on later this year. I am. Around the Yuletide season to read some Charles, Charlie D with us. Charlie D. Mm-hmm. And that should be exciting. But today, you went on special assignment. I think I gave you this assignment in an episode. True or false? I actually don't True. remember. True. I said what? Because uh, I- it, it was in the context of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And Brandon was talking about how JKR mm-hmm. wrote some detective novels mm-hmm. under a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, yo, we have a detective-loving guest that we like to have on. If you want to check it out and come talk to us about it and talk to our guests, you can do that. And she was like, okay, I'll do that. And she did it. And we've also got our special guest star sitting just off microphone, quite Mm -hmm. possibly the most adorable person, with the possible exception of... Me. Jake. (laughs) Um, We've got little Moses McNeely here. There he is. There he is. He can't say much. He can't do much. Can he roll over? Can he do any tricks at all, Danny? Uh, he can't roll over yet. He He's can't roll over. Sometimes rolls on his side. Rolls on his side. Okay. He eats his hands. He eats his hands. And he makes really cute sounds. Can he smile? Yes. My understanding is babies do not smile or laugh or have experienced any amusement until they are exactly one year old. And if you think that that's what you're seeing, it's because they're passing gas. Only godless people say that. Fair. I, I think agree. that I think that is where I read it. Yeah. So, Jake, your thoughts. Agree a hundred percent. Only godless people say such things. Your wife is actually the one that told me about it. She told you that that's what people say, and then she also told you it's a load of garbage. That is true. She did say yeah. it was a load of garbage. Danny, you went yes. on assignment. I did. You're right. We're gonna get right to it. We're <laughs> right not, to it we're right not, now. You know how sometimes you come on, we spend a half an hour, we don't get to the point. Uh-huh. Today we are getting to the point. I've turned it's over here. a new leaf. I'm a new man. Um, we're at the point. We're at the point. This is the point. So you read this book that you were apparently assigned by me. Uh-huh. Ask me how much memory I have of that. How much? Zero. Mm-hmm. I never would have remembered it. I really just don't remember anything that we do anymore. And I edit the, the darn things. <laughs> <laughs> I get to hear it two or three times and it just goes in one ear, out the other ear. Yeah. But I remember you were on. We talked about Murder on the Orient Express. It was mm-hmm. quite an entertaining little trio of episodes. Then you came back for more Murder on the Orient Express. Yep. 
More murder. Little entertaining episode there. Not an entertaining movie in any way, shape, or form. Have you seen? And we will get to the point in a second. Have Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen any more Murder on the Orient Expresses, or should it be Murders on the Orient Express? Murders on. It's like passersby or yes, Chalupa's Supreme. Sons in law. Yep. Sons in law. Chalupa Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't say Chalupa Supremes. It's true. You wouldn't. I would you never would say not. That. I mean, you might. I, I would never say that. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course you wouldn't. I would never say no, that. No, no. You understand. Um, how, not how you get since. This. Not since that one. I had watched. Yeah, not since that one. No, there's nothing new to report on the murders on the Orient Express. No. All right. Well, do be sure to let us know if you see any more murders on the Orient Express. If I happen to be on the Orient <laughs> yeah, Express, let the police and know first. Murdered, I will report. Call us first. Let us know. Mm-hmm. That would be quite the coincidence, and our podcast could probably make some money off of it or oh, something. Probably. Uh, you're famous for your love of dubstep. <clears throat> yes. And <laughs> you're you got the children. You got the, the husband. Mm-hmm. Um, you read the books. I, that. True. And that brings us to the point that we've been getting to, which is your this book that you've read for us. It is a book that I've read. By whom? Robert Galbraith. Robert Galbraith. Now what's AKA AKA JK Rowling. JK Rowling. So she wrote under a male. She wrote pseudonymously. Very good. Pseudonymously? Yeah. Yeah. She wrote pseudonymously as a and, and in the guise of a a man. Yeah. Now did she say she was Robert Galbraith, or did someone have no, to figure that so out? So what I read is, uh, nope. Well, yeah, that it, she came. It, bleh, what I <laughs> yes, <laughs> read, that's you read? staying in there. <laughs> 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 um, what I read is that it was released as Robert Galbraith, and then a secret lower secretary at the law firm that represents J.K. Rowling leaked it, and then later the law firm. Settled a bunch of money because she sued them or something. JKR did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this lower secretary was presumably sacked and is living on the streets. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, one would. <laughs> one would certainly. It's a little hope. cold. <laughs> um, um, so yeah. where in the chronology of old HP does this book fall? Is this post HP that she Oh, yeah. Robert yeah. Her most recent. Oh, so, after Casual Vacancy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that one she wrote as. JKR, I think. Casual Vacancy was JKR. Yeah. Cursed Child was JKR. Is this post Cursed Child? No, Cursed Child was written by her. Oh, yeah, it's by some playwright. It's not very it? good either. Oh, did you read it? I read it, yeah. Did you perform it? I, I did by myself. I did In your brain? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I, I, I had my children oh, play different. No, I didn't. You didn't. I didn't perform <laughs> it. No. I just read it. Uh, and it's not good. Well, that's... All right, we'll get to that. But okay. first, we'll get to the point. But I want to hear your thoughts on Cursed Child because I don't think we've read it. I've not read it. Yeah, I wanted to read it. Vaguely familiar with what it is. So don't let me forget to get to the not point, Jake. But people are waiting for the point. So Robert Galbraith. Uh-huh. Robert Galbraith. Uh, the the pseudonym for JKR. Uh-huh. And you read this book. It's called what? The Cuckoo's Calling. The Cuckoo's the, Calling. The Cuckoo? The Cuckoo? The Cuckoo. The Cuckoo? The, how would you say that? Cuckoo. 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 Yeah. The cuckoo clock, cuckoo. The cuckoo. No, not, not that. Yeah, um, cuckoo. Cuckoo's yeah. calling. The the cuckoo's calling. Uh-huh. And this is a detective novel mm-hmm. by J.K.R. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, have you read the the cuckoo's calling by Robert Galbraith, aka? I've not. No. Ask me whether I have. Have you? Nope. Read the c- I'm ashamed cuckoos. of you for asking. <laughs> um, so, Danny, you're going to give us your thoughts. So, right. I don't know what else to say besides give us your thoughts. Okay. Moses will chime in. If people hear a little Moses supposes his toes are roses, he's, he's singing. He's singing. And it's it's a beautiful thing, a, a newborn life. Yeah. Indubitably. Um, you're not that. So, uh, rolling Galbraith's detective mm-hmm. is Cormoran Strike. Cormoran Strike. That's his name. I wow. couldn't hate that more. <laughs> I Boy, hate, but you like Draco Malfoy? It works in the Ver- Potterverse, okay. Right. Although even there, it's a little bit much sometimes. But I, so we've got a character on our sister podcast, Sound of Sanity, named Stone Huntington. He's yeah. named after a detective series featuring some guy named Stone Barrington, which I've always laughed at because it's just the dumb. Like, who in real life has a name like Stone Barrington? Rock so. I guess I just admitted that our podcast uses similarly ridiculous names, mm-hmm. but you know, there's like a little it's ironic. A, yeah, yeah. Sanity is a little ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, a purpose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For this a... is supposed to be realistic. Yeah. So what's Cormor- his name? Really Cormor- supposed Cormor- to be Cormor- realistic? Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is real life. There's no uh, Quidditch. He was, no, he was a he's a veteran of the war in, in Afghanistan. Okay, so this is set in Lost modern part times. Of his leg. Lost mm-hmm. part of his leg. That's too bad. So he he was a detective in the army. 
That's his pa- his background. And then he left the army, came back to London. So it's set in London. Did he leave under some traumatic kind of circumstances? Uh, he lost his leg. Oh, yeah. I guess that's traumatic. Um, yeah. You, you get you get some more backstory, <laughs> of course, in the book. Right. It's a, there's actually a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Is this related to the latest movie by The Rock where he... Uh-huh. The skyscraper the, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. He doesn't have a he leg. Have a is leg. the rock and rock no, in, in fact military, playing Corbin McCormick? Cormorant. Now I'm doubting his name. I can't. I can't remember what it is. Cormorant. I think it's Cormorant. Strike. Cormorant. Cormorant Strike. He's always called Strike in the book. <clears throat> I just could not. How do you spell it? Strike like S D R I. Is it with a Y? No, no. It's just Strike. Like you strike someone in the face. Okay. I can't even. No doubt about Cormorant. I try not to strike people in the face. I don't know. I can't find his name now. I don't know. Is this written from Mr. Strike's point of view? No, it's a, a third person. Third person narrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Omniscient. So, uh, Cormoran. No T. Cormoran Strike. How do you spell Cormoran? I don't even. C O R M O R A N. Cormoran. Why did his parents name him Cormoran? Do we well, deal with this? Well, his father is a famous rock star, uh, and his mother is a groupie. Okay. Who was a drug addict, and so he's never, never really known his father. The pieces are starting to come mm-hmm. together. Yeah, and he's missing a leg. What kind of a fellow is this, Corman McCarthy? <laughs> strike, strike, strike. Yes. Um, he's a big, burly dude. Okay. I mean, I haven't said anything about the book yet, but yes. to um, J.K.R.'s credit, this is this isn't like a guy that I've seen before. Mm-hmm. This character, a, yeah. So is um, he is he tough? Is he thoughtful? Mm-hmm. Does is, is is it brains or brawn that we're ta- that we're looking at in this guy? He's, I think he's mostly brains, but he's intimidating. He's a big former uh, soldier. Does he have a way so. with the uh, words? Can he talk? Does he have a? He does speak. Okay, that's true. All right, he does speak. <laughs> we're building a picture oh. of this man <laughs> one element at a time. So what what sets him apart from other detectives? Yeah, yeah. What's his gimmick? I guess is what I'm kind of getting at. What's his thing? What's his shtick? What does he do? Is he neurotic? Is he Cool. No, he's, he's mostly, uh, I think he's surprising in that he he's big and burly and kind of looks kind of dumb, but he's actually very sharp. He's got a keen wit. Mm-hmm. This, uh, he's he's good at playing dumb cop or country lawyer or something like that. Uses that to his strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Does he say... He's, he's, definitely, he's not neurotic. He's not anything like that. Is he he's well-spoken or does or he talk like a military guy? Like if he walked into this room right now, what would I think about how this? Would he size, how would we size him up? Yeah. I, I think I've said everything. He's large. Okay. But he that's just, like the, like that's the, the thing. That's like one of the defining features that he's a okay. big, big dude. Um, and that's intimidating to some people. And But he can... So the, the story is there's been a famous model who fell to her death oh, from a no. balcony. Mm. Ruled a suicide. Her brother comes to him. This is in the great country of Britain? In London. In it takes London. place in okay. London. Yeah. Um, her brother comes to him and asks him to investigate. I see. Because um, he doesn't think it was suicide. Mm-hmm. And they have a past connection and et cetera, et cetera. Um. Very nice. <laughs> nice. Thank toss. you. That was really good. For, for those of you I playing at home, now, <laughs> Moses is with Jake now. And he I don't think still he's still supposes his toes are roses, but he supposes erroneously. Erroneously, erroneously yes. Mm-hmm. And Jake's got Moses. He's got a little rag in case Moses decides to. To be, gross. To, to be gross, but I'm um, used to it. Jake's used to it. He's got seven kids. <laughs> you know, he's gonna smile at me. Oh, he did a smile. I told you he smiles. Yeah, it was really cute. Uh, he's passing gas. Does the scientists <sighs> tell us? Well, the scientists. Um, don't know what they're talking hey. about. So, so yeah, so model he's falls to her death. Yeah, so he ends up um, kind of having having to enter this world of fashion designers and <laughs> models, and um, and he can hold his own there. Okay, looks nice in a suit. Oh, how, did the, how did the? How did the? Oh no. Oh no, I broke him. Oh no. Did you break him? Yep. Alright, folks, we're watching this. We're gonna see if see what Jake can do with his dad powers. My powers may only work with mental children. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah, it's Jake's doing it. I've got faith. He's gonna be great. Yeah. Jake will be a good dad. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, like, oh. pause. Pause. Yep. Yeah. Where is she? Where is that lady? All right, folks. What's happening right now? I'm just going to describe it to you. Yep. Okay. So Jake's giving back Moses to Danny. Uh, Moses is immediate, has stopped crying. We're checking the diaper. And we are doing some swaddling. Danny's swaddling technique, I'm going to give it a three out of four. Uh, it's not as maybe smooth as it could be, but it's 
It's good. It's good. It's better than I could do. I mean, I've never swaddled anything. So she's wrapping him up. She did the coup de gras. And now she's just, uh, oh, he stopped crying. And she's kind of doing the mom, like the mom bouncy kind of thing. I'm out of practice. And Jake's out of yeah. practice. His last kid was. <laughs> I've only done that seven times. Yeah. Just seven times total. Seven times. Once total. each kid. <laughs> once each the... kid, yeah. Has it worked once each kid? <laughs> well, I, you know, as it, as it happens, maybe a reason why it's only once each kid. Yeah. <laughs> Honey! Just kidding. I'm great at that sort of thing. Yeah, Jake's great I'm at those kind of things. Jake's a good dad. We like Jake as a dad. Commander Daddy is Commander what... Daddy, that's right, on this very program. So I'll just tell you right now. Yeah. Moses did not like this book. Moses didn't like the book. Yeah, that was that's why he's so upset. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's well. Do we blame him? Did you like the book? Well, <laughs> I don't think we shouldn't get there yet. Okay. So Stone Huntington, what's this guy's name? I can't even remember. Cormac Corm- McCarthy. Cormac McCarthy. Cormoran Strike. Cormoran Strike. Cormoran Strike. So, so he's got you know, he's got a rough past. It's, How does this Cormoran do with the ladies? Um he does he does pretty well with the ladies. Oh, unfortunately well. Well, not not graphically, unfortunately, well, but yeah. Okay, that's not good. Okay. You're messing up the podcast. You're, it's okay. No, he's the fourth voice. He's like, uh, he's the true star of the show, right? He's now. Brandon. Yeah. He's Brandon. <laughs> and he, right, they mean. basically sound exactly the same. <laughs> a little bit, slightly more articulate than Brandon, yeah. as I recall. Yeah. All right, it's okay, Moses. We're not going to talk about Cormoran McCarthy forever. So he does okay with the ladies. Mm-hmm. Is, does he have wit, this guy? I'm just trying to figure out whether this is a detective I'd actually want to read about. Is he kind of like a Poirot where you're bored and you're not, you don't enjoy it and you wish you weren't reading the book and no, you give I, up after the first I, I chapter? Did, I did like him. Okay. And he has an assistant, Robin. She's brand, so that's it opens, she is a temp for him. Okay. So they so you kind of get their their story is developing. Are they like mm-hmm. No, not no. Okay. She, she just got engaged. Oh, okay. The night before this the book begins. So is Robin like the Watson in this? Yeah. Um and she's uh like the Robin. Mhm. Like the Robin. Has yeah. Robin like the Robin that, in this that comes up? Mm-hmm. Oh, does it? Yeah. He avoids saying that. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it does come up. It does come up eventually. So are we, is Robin like our point of view audience surrogate character? You just get her occasionally. Okay. Um, And she is, I think, anachronistically uh, charming. That's nice. She's kind of old fashioned. Like me. Which I like. Would you consider me to be anachronistically charming? (laughs) Yes. Oh, good. Okay. I think that's why people like these podcasts. Yeah. Um, Also pseudonymously. Pseudonymously. Right. Yes. So Robin, she's like his Girl Friday kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. And except for not, because I think Girl Fridays are usually in love with their... Well, we might get there. I don't know. It's two more books. Oh, are there two more books out yeah, it's already? The first, first in a trilogy. And this is the first... Okay. Mm-hmm. So... We'd be completing... Oh, we probably want to save that too, don't we? Yeah, we'll save that. For, so, <clears throat> so so Corbin, he... Uh, He's in, he's in the fashion world and he's holding his own. He walks into uh-huh. the fashion offices. This is, that's, that's not his natural. It's not his natural habitat. No. But we're not like dealing with fish out of water kind of territory. We're dealing with like he's he can navigate it okay. Yeah, yeah, he can he can hold his own. He's confident in his own skin, except doesn't usually tell people he has a prosthetic leg. Kind of you know, he's got some past he doesn't tell people about. Okay, but well, the fact that he's the son of this famous famous rock star uh, is in in a lot of places okay but he looks nothing like him he doesn't know him he owes him money he owes the famous rock star money mm-hmm. his dad yeah oh because he grew up with his junkie mom yeah okay poor corbin so the, yeah the, the book starts and he's not making any he hasn't made money in a long time he has a bunch of debts to pay mm-hmm. he can't even actually afford this temp his girlfriend just kicked him out his fiance mm-hmm. just kicked him out and he's living in his office and He's gained weight and his prosthetic leg doesn't fit right anymore. It's just he's down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. And then he gets this case with Lula Landry. Lula Landry is the model that fell, fell to her, death. her unfortunate death. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert: it wasn't a suicide. Oh no! What? I know. Okay. Shocking. That I know. Shocking. No, you think that, that would really actually that would have been the big twist. The twist story, at the end yeah. is what, that yeah, nobody the actually killed her. Actually, no. There was, I think, the Thin Man number four. The guy died. As they do, it is appointed wants to die, in my opinion. And this guy, and they they can't find the murder weapon, and he's shot from I think underneath the chin, and he's just dead. 
and they search for the murderer the whole time. And then the big twist at the end is that he shot himself and the gun went down the drain in the stall where he was working as a jockey. So the thin man fishes the gun out and it turns out he shot I himself. I remember that one. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. I like those thin men. Uh, the thin man. Who's, uh, who is that? William Powell and Myrna Loy. Yeah, Myrna Loy. Mrs. Nice. and Mr. Thin Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's their, I don't yeah. know their names. I remember that story now. Yeah, I used to watch those. Yeah, I love and those. And their movies. dog Asta. Yeah, their dog Asta, and they like to they like to they like to drink the alcohol. Those the and they're, they're 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 fast talkers, aren't they? They're fat. Yeah, they they've got the witty dialogue. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I like. Mm-hmm. It's like the not murder on the Orient Express, where mm-hmm. everyone's just riding a train, riding a train, stabbing not a gangster, stabbing not talking. A gangster. <laughs> yep, saying things that aren't that witty. So yeah, so so. Uh, um, in terms of a detective novel, mm-hmm. I'd say this is kind of. So I read that. I read the Raymond Chandler too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's similar to Raymond Chandler. Okay. And that good. I think that J.K.R. is overly descriptive, mm-hmm. which I think is maybe it's one of her faults in general. Her, the fact that she's descriptive is a fault. Overly, overly, oh, descriptive. overly descriptive. No, no, description. Description is good. Okay. But and and I guess by the time I finished, it didn't bother me that much. So I'm getting used to it at the beginning of um of the cuckoo's calling. The cuckoo's calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so lots of character, mm-hmm. which I Chandler-ish, mm-hmm. um, but more uh, maybe Christie-ish in that there's there are red herrings and you think it's this person, oh, it's not this person. There's actually a developed plot that you can follow. Yes. I would think that J.K.R. would be quite good at that sort mm-hmm. of thing, considering that's what she did so well in the HP books. Right. So, okay. Uh, okay. So the plot is good and the description's yeah. overly descriptive. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just ask. Should we just ask what she thinks of it, Jake? Oh, I don't see why not. We brought her all the way here. What did you think of it, Danny? <clears throat> I didn't finish the book. You didn't finish the book. I didn't finish the book. You didn't finish not the book. Why fan, not? Huh? 90, 90 pages to go. 90 pages to go. So you made it like that thing's got to be what? Four or 500 it's, pages? It's 455. You made it that far and you're not going to finish it? Uh-huh. Was there some because particular thing that turned you why? off or I, just a, 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 a snowball effect? A couple things. Mm-hmm. It's too long. Okay. It's too long for a detective novel. Okay. There's just too much going on and it's too slow. Interviews too many people, mm-hmm. too long conversations. People for a you didn't novel. care about, obviously. Otherwise, the conversations wouldn't be too long. Right. Well, the biggest, yeah, and, and the the thing that finally stopped me mm-hmm. is in, so I read 360 pages, mm-hmm. thousands, thousands of F-bombs. Oh, that's unfortunate. Literally. I'm not exaggerating. Corbin is a, a man of with a salty. Well, it's actually tongue. not so much him. Okay. It's the fashion designers and the models and the and other variety of cursing and. So just really and coarse. Know, yeah, really, really, and I know I know people talk like that. I guess I don't read contemporary fiction really hardly at all, um, but I know people talk like that. Mm-hmm. It was just so I tr- I started trying to skim conversations to see if I could maybe find the clue I needed to know, but. It's kind of hard to skim mm. conversations like that. Yeah. So it just, it was too much. Not worth it. Not worth it. Too much vulgarity. Mm-hmm. Why'd you, how'd you make it 400 pages in? You just kept waiting for. What? I don't know. I, I, I think I should have stopped earlier. Okay. What kept, point. yeah, but what kept you on the hook then? I, it was interesting. I like, I like Strike and I liked his assistant. Okay. I ended up just looking online to find out who did it. Did you, could you have guessed? Did you, were you on the right track? Would you, was it a good? Mm. Would you say it was a good who done it? I think questions. so. I'd be interested to read a JKR detective story. Mm. I love. I think she's at her best when she's laying out a thousand chess pieces on the table, and some of them you don't even know she's laying out, and then she draws them all together at the end. That's mm. a la wizard chess. Somebody out there? I think I heard John out there. Oh, um, but like, yeah, those. That's the nicest thing about. That's my favorite thing about what she does in Harry Potter is she's, when she's just really masterfully laying out the chess pieces. Yeah, and like, and there are too many chess pieces for you to even try to pull them all together, mm-hmm. try to figure it out. So you just go along for the ride. That's well, and that's that's actually what got what kept me going is that there were clues. Yeah, you know, I maybe knew who did it, but I don't know how that clue fitted in, and I still don't know because mm. because I don't it. know. Yeah. I even tried skimming at the. I even flipped back through it today, just the last couple of pages to try to see. And it was just, I couldn't read it. Oh, the vulgarity, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Go. So I don't know if she just Jesus let like, all her, I wrote seven kids books. Yeah, now I've I get to be whatever I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> let all the steam out. Here's everything that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
okay. I don't mm-hmm. know what to say about that. That's a very specific reason to not like the book, and I'm not arguing that it's a bad one. Uh, Jake, your thoughts on vulgarity in books? I don't generally mind a little bit of it. I mean, people do talk that way and whatever, but it can be pretty oppressive when it's just like what Danielle's describing here. Yeah, I don't. I think that there are certain times to put a book down, and if the vulgarity is too much for you, then that's a good reason to put the book down. So well, there you go. Corbin's I mean, who good. needs? There's so many books to read. There are a lot of books to read. You need another JKR book and one that's filled with F bombs. Yep. And 500 pages of them. Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah, two. Yeah, it, it would, it would be really that? different if it were a 200 page book. The world's, world's full of great detective novels. Mm-hmm. Why? And if you're already an Agatha Christie fan, you can't possibly have read them all. Yeah. If, if people want to know what to do, Nero Wolf by Rex Stout, that is the detective novels that you need to be reading. I've never read them. You should. You might have read, I think, after we did Murder on, Murder on the Orient Express. Are you like Nero Wolf, but not Cormoran Strike? Well, for one, it's easier to say. Yeah. Yeah, it is easier to say. Mm-hmm. I like it better too, but I'm yeah. just trying to I, I, don't, I understand. don't subvert my... <laughs> Nero's a real name. Who's ever heard the name Cormoran before? Yeah, there's Fair. a line. I mean, heroes need to have cool names. I'm not against cool names. Wade it's... Watts. Wade Watts. Like <laughs> yeah. At least in that thing, he was like, my parents purposely called me this because... Because they wanted me to have a name like a superhero. Did you read Ready Player One? I did. What did you think? Um, oh, it was a long time ago. Yeah. I've had a baby since then. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. Uh, so the Corburn <clears throat> strike, he's, uh, yeah, Nero Wolf, Rex Stout. I've never read him. Yeah. It's like you take Raymond Chandler, you combine him with Agatha Christie, and you dial down all the bad stuff about Raymond Chandler, but you also, it's like someone that's a good writer and not Agatha Christie. Um, <laughs> Have you read uh, Dorothy Sayers, The Lord Peter Wimsey? I haven't been able to get through a Dorothy Sayers. Um, the, the, the Lord Peter? I haven't tried that hard, but I have picked one up, opened it, read some of it, and been like, I don't think this is for me, but okay. I don't know why. It's okay. I don't know why. Do you like 19... 19- 30s-ish Yeah, I love 1930s-ish stuff. Mm, I don't know. Maybe give it a try? Yeah. Well, I, if you like detective stuff and you like junky, or not junky, but if you like, like... <laughs> if, you like if you like really bad books. Trash, like I've, Agatha Yeah, Christie. if you like horrible trash, <laughs> allow me to recommend... <laughs> like the cuckoo's calling. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. Nero Wolf hey, is like a good summer reading. Your thoughts on Chandler? It's just not my style. Not my style, yeah. She's, well, uh, we, you know, the, one thing, the thing that bugged me, I was, wasn't that far in, and he's so descriptive that I couldn't actually imagine anybody he was describing. Mm-hmm. She's got teeth like daggers and lips like paint on a wall and like i'm like i what am i who what are we talking about yeah it was hard well he also did the big sleep which is his earliest i think he Mm -hmm. actually the big sheep the big sheep yes (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) (laughs) i looked it up as far as i know there is no picture book called the big sheep so really should be this is your big chance to write the big sheep? To have a sheep as... A detective. Yeah, a sheep detective. Oh, like those cats. What's the name of the... Where it's just like meow, meow, cat. You know, you know so those cat like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like this series where it's like... Like Wishbone? Yeah, no. It's not like Wishbone. Because <laughs> it it, style of Wishbone, you have a sheep detective. No, but there's a series of novels like called The Cat... Oh, I've read yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, the detective books. Yeah, the, the, like, the cat, the cat. They who, all have like cat pun titles. I can't. They're me. not all puns though. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like the cat who. Yeah, the the cat who climbed in a box. The furry. Oh no no not no, that. Fur, uh, if, no, they're all just the cat who. Yeah 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 that's right yeah. Jake's looking some up for us. Yeah. I yeah I've read a lot. The of cat those. who is a series of detective stories. Twenty nine mystery novels and three related collections by Lillian Jackson Braun. Uh, what, what are some titles? Uh, novel titles, The Cat Who Could Read Backwards, The Cat Who Ate Danish Modern, The Cat Who Turned On and Off, The Cat Who Saw Red, The Cat Who Played Brahms, The Cat Who Played Post Office, The Cat Who Knew Shakespeare, The Cat read, Who Sniffed Glue. I've read like five of those. The Cat Who Read Backwards, I think I've read that one. The Cat Who Saw Red, maybe. The Cat Who Read Backwards is the very first one. I think I've read that. Saw Red is number four. Yeah, I got that. Those are fun. I don't know. I, I think so. Not as good as Nero Wolf. I really well, I highly recommend I'll let you know. Uh, no, yeah, read Nero Wolf and then come on and talk about Nero Wolf. Are there, is there are there films with him? There's like a PBS or an A and E series or something. Okay, but yeah, yeah, he's good. His assistant, it's Nero Wolf, and he lives in a brownstone, and he's big and he's he's fat, and he solves mysteries and stuff. And does then, he go like? Does he? Is he so big and fat he just sits in a chair? Yeah, he doesn't leave the house. Oh, um, but he's got his 
assistant is named Archie Goodwin, and he's this really cool, fast-talking, smooth detective kind of guy. And he goes out and does all the work, and then Nero Wolf at the end just like is like gather all the suspects, and then he does something with his brain and his thoughts and stuff, and figures out the mystery. Okay, so it's good. So stuff. It does sound Poirot-esque with it, some uh, with some Archie what good. Goodstein? Archie yeah, Archie Goodwin. Goodstein. It's, uh, yeah, no, it, it, he actually did, I think, probably consciously take, like, the hard-boiled school and the old uh, boring school and put them together. And <laughs> That's them what it's technically called. <laughs> capital O, capital yeah. B, the yeah. old boring school. Yeah, the, o- the OBS. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Moses has fallen asleep for people Cursed who child. are following, following, yes, Cursed Child. Harry Potter in general. Harry, what do I think of it? What do you think of him? The Boy Who Lived. The Boy Who Lived. I, I like those books. Favorite character? Oh, uh, Mrs. Weasley. Mrs. Weasley's a good character. She said a bad word. She did say a bad Very, word. Pretty famously. Yeah. But Sorry, minus that. an appropriate use of that word in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, well, I'm going to give slack. it to her. Yeah. When yeah. you're about to <coughs> kill someone, you're allowed to say a bad word. Uh-huh, yeah. That's my philosophy. Um, <laughs> let the record show. Let the record show. <laughs> well, someone who... Tried to murder your children. Yeah. Tried oh, to yeah. murder your children, tortured was, was the like parents a, of one of their best friends. We'll call that a self-defense a vulgarity. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It wasn't much of self-defense. It was more like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. She'll, uh, mm-hmm. Some good reasons for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, anyway. you know. Yeah, I think Mrs. Weasley. Mrs. Mrs. Weasley. You think Mrs. Weasley is? <laughs> Mrs. Weasley I has think one she of, is. Which is one of the best, most emotional moments of the early books, in my opinion, which is mm-hmm. the very first time we meet her. I haven't read those books in a while. So, at her house? No, the first time we meet her is at the train station, and Harry's lost. Oh, and she helps yeah. Harry get on the train, and then the twins are like, they see his scar, and they run back out, and they're like, "That's Harry Potter." on the train and she's like scolding them all and telling them like do you think he remembers Lord Voldemort she's a good mom she just decides to be a mom to Harry right at that moment and it's really sweet she's also got a whole crop of redheaded kids like I do (coughs) yeah I can understand why you like her and uh, you killed that witch that one time and you said the bad word (laughs) but she really deserved it but she did deserve it yeah yeah cursed child or no Harry Potter in general you thumbs up yeah big thumbs up yeah I um favorite book which one is my favorite book? Yes. Rank them. Oh, stop. Uh, no, five is the worst, obviously. Yeah, I, think, yep. I don't think we've met someone that hasn't said that. Right. Um, oh, three. I say three. He's three, wrong. Three is, is a similar, in the colors in my brain, three and five are both a similar color. Thank you. Kind of dark blue. Thank you. You're wrong. But, but I, I like three better, though. But you admit that three is of a lesser, is a well, lesser it's, it's, a, it's a little more... Uh, a little more time travely. Somber. Yeah. Is that, is that when you meet the Dementors? Yes. In three? Believe so. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, got a, it's got a dark color to it. Yeah. And then five. Bah. Yeah. Yeah. 15-year-old Harry. Yeah. Hormones. Yep. Yeah. The worst. Hated yeah. being 15. Don't like reading about it. <laughs> so I am the same age as Harry. Um, it came out when I was 10. Okay. So, so did you actually grow up reading them I as they read, come out? I read one through five, and then I only ever got them from the library. And they always were on hold six and seven. So I just never read six and seven because mm. I was way too far down the hold list or something. I didn't read those again until after college. After college. I read the whole series. Okay. In like, you know, a week or something. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so you big thumbs up. You like them a lot. I like them. Have you listened to our the booking episodes that have come out regarding uh, them? The first three. I Thoughts? Was, I was listening to number four on the way here. Do you believe that Christians should read stories about the occult or about <laughs> Harry Potter? I don't know if the word should should be in that sense. Yes. Do you believe that every Christian must read Harry Potter or (laughs) they will be committing a sin? Let the record show. Okay. No, I don't think that. But I think it's okay too. Do you think it's okay to practice the occult? No. Then why do you think it's okay to read Harry Potter? Oh, you guys did a really good episode on that. Ditto. (laughs) I like the way you think. Thanks. I like the way I think. And you apparently (laughs) I like the way that I like the the way that you think. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Cursed Child. Tell us all about it. We don't know anything except for that. I know nothing about it. Jake doesn't know So the premise of it is that... um, I'm going to remember these names that Voldemort had a love child with Bellatrix Lestrange. And that ch- I can't remember anything else about it really, that, except that that's the titular. Um, I don't really? like that word. That's the eponymous cursed child. I believe so. There you go. Which I, that's the reason I don't like it is because I just don't think that's a legitimate. You ruins the mystique of Voldemort. Yeah. Uh-huh. You don't want to find he's out. He's just like, like this normal guy. Sauron had a baby with, right. uh, you know, Galadriel. I don't, there's no bad ladies. Is there a bad lady in uh, Lord of the Rings? No. no. I mean, Galadriel might be the closest. She'd be the closest, but she's not going to have a baby with Sauron. No. You can see, at least for the movie depictions, Bellatrix wanting to have Voldemort's baby. 
Yeah, I don't mind. Oh, yeah. It, makes, it, makes, it makes sense on her part, but not on his. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just, past that kind of stuff. He's, he's into, not that kind of guy. Yeah, he's, he's just he's that kind of a guy. <clears throat> well, because he's not he's not a he's not a person anymore. Right. You know? So that's what I just don't like that. That's that's the premise of the whole thing. Yeah. And so I honestly don't remember anything else about it except that I just didn't believe it. Okay, that's fair. And for so and for how believable the rest of the world is, the HP universe. The HP universe. That was a letdown. Hmm. Well, well, how about the Fantastic Beast? You like that thing? Never seen it. Never seen it? No. Should you see it, Jake? But I did just see, before I came here, Yeah. Uh, there are three new Harry Potter universe books coming out this fall. Mm. A pop-up book. Okay. And uh, another pop-up-ish book. Okay. And a how to make a movie book with stickers. Sorry, I'm getting a call from our friend Brandon Chastain. Hey, Brandon, you're on the booking. <laughs> I'm on the booking. Yeah. Uh, what? Finally. Yeah. I've always I've always wanted to be on the booking. Well, you're on with the mom who's bomb of reading, Danny McNeely, and me. And there's, there goes Benjamin Q. Solster, RJ. I don't know which one it is. And John Crumb. Hey, they're they're uh, they're gonna let us in, which is exactly the reason I was calling you. <laughs> okay, fantastic. We'll see you in a second. <laughs> hey, hey, while you're at it, tell whoever's in there mindlessly pounding on the All piano right, to stop ruining the conversation. Uh, Brandon, or, or Jake yeah. says to stop ruining the conversation. Hello. All right, I'll, I always ruin the conversation. No, no tell the people like pounding on the guys. piano. Oh, tell the people on the piano to stop ruining the conversation, and then come in here to help us with donor shoutouts. They're in there still. Apparently, they're practicing something. They're practicing something. I guess Jake can hear you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So do you have anything, our listeners? You want to talk anything to say about Robert Galbraith? Um, probably would have been better sticking to her real name and just writing Harry Potter. I have I'm some. Ba- I have some backstory on this. Oh, Danny has. Danny probably has lots of things to say about that. She does. She has some backstory. We'll see you for donor shoutouts in a second. All right. Great. Okay. Bye. It was Brandon. So what, what did Joe? he say? Is that her name? Joe? Ryan? Yeah. Joe, so, JKR? Yeah. So she, uh, imid- imid- you <laughs> mentioned, yeah. Originally, originally submitted the Harry Potter manuscript as Joe Rowling. Mm-hmm. And when they finally accepted it, they said, nobody's going to, no boy is going to read a fantasy book by a woman author. Mm-hmm. And so they made her choose her initials, but she, was, she doesn't actually have a middle name. Really? So she just made so a- she picked her mom's name. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's so a fun she's fact. JK Rowling. And so I think I I think she actually wrote this as a man partly for the same reason. Because men don't read books by women. I don't read books by women. Yeah, I think it's part of it. That's but part also, of the also I mean, would Jane you read, Austin, would you read this cover? The worst. Yeah, Jane Austen's. Uh Jake makes a fair point in an ironic manner. Yeah. Um this no. cover also kind of looks like a chocolate yeah, novel. The cover but, looks just like yeah. And I actually yeah, the name is from some poem. The cuckoos. Who is the is there a uh, well, she's some, sometimes Lula Landry is called Cuckoo, but it didn't. Anyway, yep. Well, there you go. So how many stars out of five do you give to Murder on the Orient Express? <laughs> good good stars. Good stars. I give good stars. How many, though? I, I don't know. I don't like these scale kind of questions. Okay. How many Pain st- scales, none of that stuff. Should people read the Cuckoo Clock? A Cuckoo's, they should not. I, I, I would not recommend A Cuckoo's Calling. Okay. If you're into vulgarity, I guess. <laughs> if you like that, vulgarity, then that's this is the thing. book for you. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, credit to Robert Galbraith for an interesting couple or interesting characters, mm-hmm. believability, but many down points for sex, violence. People. Anything else we should be watching out for? Or is it just that vulgarity? That's big... there wasn't any. There wasn't any graphic sex, but I didn't finish the book. A ninety pages to go. Could be eighty pages of orgy for all we know. Probably not. Yeah, I hope not. I don't think so. Yeah. Seems a little out of character. There is a TV series called Strike. It's all right. Um, how, would we do, how would we watch it if we wanted to watch it? I, it's, I think it's from the BBC. Okay. So BBC.co.uk or yeah. something. I don't know. I haven't seen it. There you go. But the guy, definitely the person they cast, I, I imagined him as looking like that. Big guy, my understanding. Mm-hmm. Moves kind in of a circle here. of people that say bad words. Yeah. And he occasionally does, but not as bad as everybody else. You think maybe the other books are he's in a different environment, so they don't say bad words. That's it's possible. I actually wondered about that because I do think the this entertainment fashion world. <clears throat> if there was another book, then if book two is in a different world and there's like a fraction of the vulgarity, are you in? Maybe I hadn't thought of that. Who that? John Brennan? Just you. Just me. come on in. Hey, joining us. Oh, he, he Moses took your place. Yeah, a little less whining, a little less crying. Yeah. There's a microphone for you over there. Oh, wow. Brandon got here just in time. The the um, What do we say about Brandon? He's the scholar who's a baller of reading. 
and uh, he just walked in, folks. He's been he picked up a car for his lovely wife, Mrs. Chastine, in That's Ohio, right. if I'm not mistaken. Yep, made it back in one piece. Glad to see you. We're here. We were I'm just here. learning about Robert Galbraith. Apparently, uses a lot of profanity. Not a nice gentleman. Writes about this character named Corbin Strike. Doesn't sound like a book I'm going to be reading. It's it's J.K. Rowling. Uh, really? Is yeah. it J.K. Rowling? Uh-huh. Man, I don't I don't know if you got <laughs> it leaked. It leaked. <laughs> it leaked. <laughs> On Twitter, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, so undersecretary of the secretary to the whatever. Yeah. Approval. Uh, Danny, you want to give the BSOA to this clunker? That's kind of, <laughs> well, that's kind of a leading well, question. Well, when you put it that way, no. No, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. She she didn't finish it, as it turns out. She had 90, page, 90 vulgarity-filled pages left to go. I feel like it's all the steam that she had bottled up for her children's book. Yeah. She was like, oh, now I can say F-bombs. Right. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Thousands. All right. You going to help us with donor shout-outs, Danny? I would love to. All right. I like donor shout-outs. Jake, it, well, you could probably tell us. If people wanted to get a donor shout-out, what would they have to do? They would have to get on Patreon. Mm-hmm. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Mm-hmm. And patreon.com slash the book name. Forward slash or backslash? forward slash nobody uses backslashes that's true okay forward slash the booking mm-hmm. and you have to give at least ten dollars a month that's absolutely right to be a donor to get a donor shout out mm-hmm. you can give however much you want yeah you can give any variety of things mm-hmm. what we're going to do right now is shout out the donors that give the appropriate amount of money so we got three people i'm trying to think how to do this so we'll have brandon do his normal shout out and then we'll have jake tell danny how to do it okay what style? What style? Yeah. Okay. So Brandon is substance. Jake is style. This, this right now feels a lot like whose line is it anyway? Good idea. That's the exact yeah. idea. I like it. Cutting that out. Uh, Brandon, the immortal Chelsea E. The immortal Chelsea E. As Hermione Granger. The immortal Chelsea E. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sounded exactly hey, like her. You can try it again if you want. No, nah, it's okay. You kind of made kind of a disgusted like, I didn't do that as well as I could have. Kind and of. It's okay. We'll, we'll keep going. Okay. I feel good. Uh, Nathan, not me. Nathan, not Nathan. You're distressed in the middle of traffic. Nathan, not Nathan. Is that the kind of distress that you wow. have in traffic? I don't. Oh, am I in a car? I thought I was like running. I, from car. <laughs> I actually didn't imagine. I imagined you just standing in the middle that's, of traffic. That's what so I thought. Okay, tracking. I just imagined you having a breakdown somewhere. Uh, Jimmy Beam and Little Annie Oakley, the Jim, lovebirds. Jimmy Beam and Little Annie Oakley. You Love just it. climbed Mount Everest and are standing at the peak. I'd be really out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice. Sure, sure well done. Jimmy <laughs> 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 Beam and little Annie Oakley. See, I don't think it tracks. I think if you're in shape enough to make it to the top of Mount Everest, you're probably not breathing like that. It's totally but, rocky. No, no, it's really, like no it's air really air low oxygen. Oh. I once tried to sing. Um, on top of Mount Everest? Not on top of Mount Everest. <laughs> on top in of the Old Rocky Smoky? Mountains. In the Rocky Mountains. Mm. And it was, woo, it was really hard. Well, yeah. there you go. I got a lot of breaths. Okay. <laughs> Lily of the Valley. Lily of the Valley. You, you walked into the kitchen and uh, the cabinets are empty and the contents are all over the floor in a great big pile. And you have to <laughs> shout out something and it's going to be Lily of the Valley. Lily of the Valley. <laughs> I, I felt that one. Yeah, I was afraid we were going to get a lot of little in language there. Um, Andrew and Esther, the Lovebirds, and little baby Timothy. Andrew and Esther, the Lovebirds, and little baby Timothy. You've got the kitchen all cleaned up. The kids are in bed. It's quiet. You've just sat down on the couch with Alex and flipped on some Netflix. <laughs> Who am I shouting out? <laughs> Andrew and Esther. Okay. I, got so, I got so into that image. I, this yeah. was really exciting. He's like, this is great. <laughs> <clears throat> Andrew and Esther, the lovebirds, and little baby Timothy. Um, <laughs> the inscrutable Jenny Z. The inscrutable Jenny Z. You just ran into Pastor Stu from Sound of Sanity in the middle of the street. It's just Ooh. the two of you. The inscrutable Jenny Z. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> well, well, mild <played>. disgust. <laughs> uh, Robert and Rhonda, the lovebirds. Robert and Rhonda, the lovebirds. Give her something challenging for this one. <laughs> You've been lost at sea for three days on a piece of driftwood, and you see a ship in the distance, but you're being overwhelmed by waves. 
and you're trying to get their attention, but you just might fall into the water and drown. I think, I think Moses is going to do this one. The story that's that sound effect tells is, is a pretty tragic <laughs> one. Pretty tragic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, did, he did just coo afterwards. Yeah, well. We're impressed. Sounds of a recently drowned person can sound a little lot <laughs> like cool, I would think. Uh, John and Jill and little baby Max. John and Jill and little baby Max. You've been raised by wolves and you just saw the first human being you've ever seen in your life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well played. The Keith Master. The Keith Master. <laughs> a Sauron. Who am I doing? Oh, uh, the Keith Master. The Keith Master. The Keith Master. Yeah. Okay. Do it. The Keith Master. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Uh, Brandon, what are uh, transportation needs? Do I have transportation needs? Yes. If I had transportation needs, I know exactly who I'd call. David. It wouldn't my... be Uber. What? It wouldn't be Uber. Talk. David's Mighty Men. As Miss Piggy. Oh, no. no. That was bad. Oh, that was really bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's all right. We liked that. Okay. That's pretty good. It's about as good as our Rickman impressions. <laughs> oh, I really liked those. Those are really good. Uh, they, I mean, but they were really bad. That's why they were really good. You should make Danny do it. That's um, you, do you just read my mind. Oh, uh, I can't do that now. Oh, I oh, Why? My beloved mother, Beth. Nathan's beloved mother, Beth. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Alex and I have tried this. We're both really bad. Um, you know who's really good mm. at Alan Rickman? is Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, well. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Really? Watch the YouTube video. I, I said a- that, and I played a clip for... And they were unimpressed? And they were not impressed. Did you watch that one mm. where he does the answering machine to himself? It's like from... I've, I've watched it, but... It's pretty funny. That's probably what I was... Most thinking of this was like him on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, it was him on Fallon. It was all right. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't. It was a lot better than Alex's. (laughs) Well, that's for sure. Well, we'll be our own judges of that. Nathan's beloved mother, Beth. Mm -hmm. Um, She's concentrating, folks. Closing her eyes. Yeah. Channel him. This might be a little. This might be a little too Sean Connery. We'll see. Nathan's beloved mother, Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, hot. Oh. Spices, spice, spice, spice. <laughs> That's from Sense Sensibility. That's all oh, I got. Our, our friends, uh, gosh, these are new. We got you, you get to help us break ones. in a new one. Oh, yay. Really? Um, yeah, our good friends. I guess we'll just go with the classic naming formula for them. For now, we might come up, well, yeah, we'll just go with the classic naming formula. We, we might get more complicated as we go, but we'll start classic. Okay. Brian and Judith, the lovebirds, Brandon. Brian and Judith, the lovebirds. Did you say Brian and Judith? I did. It's Ryan. Ryan. And Judith. And Judith, the lovebirds. lovebirds. Ryan and Judith, the lovebirds. As Erica Rosebloom from Sound of Sanity. But you got to do it the way Erica would do it. Why do you think I could do her? Uh, You're a master of impressions? I got a feeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All sorts. I think you get this one. I actually don't know how she would do this, so. Um, Hi, moms. I want to introduce you two to my friends, Ryan and Judith. The lovebirds. That sounds a lot like to me. Danny, 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 Danny. What was the name we came up with for Danny? Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> oh, Danny boy. Sure. I climb upon my knee, Danny boy. Danny boy. Danny boy. Like an Irish mourner. Danny boy, climb upon my knee. Not bad. Oh. Not at all. Uh, DJ Sammy G. DJ Sammy G. This is dubstep Danny, the DJ. I can give you some dubstep music. Thank you. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like dial-up internet. True story. Nathan still uses an AOL.com email address. <laughs> true story. So do all the most successful people in the world. <laughs> Actually, I, I did read a, a true. This is true. I did read an article about how the most successful people use AOL emails because early adopters it sort of makes sense if you think about it like tech geniuses people in silicon valley celebrities that had the internet like a lot of very very success your warren buffett's those kinds of people use aol actually so i'm in good company there you go nathan I'm dj sammy g as um dial-up internet yeah right is that dubstep yeah basically, basically. basically the same basically. thing yeah yeah DJ Sammy G. <laughs> 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 you've got uh, mail 
my own. It's Coco the gorilla. Who is Coco the gorilla? Some gorilla sign language. <laughs> Coco the gorilla. Good. It's the best impression she's done all night, folks. Thanks. If only you can see it. <laughs> Jinx. Jane and Katie the lovebirds. Oh no no no. Jane and Katie who are cold and love cheese. Jane and Katie who are cold and um, Zorro. <laughs> J and KT. No, it's like Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Who are cold and love cheese. Beautiful. <laughs> Benjamin and Danny T. The lovebirds. As a Disney princess. Like Snow White? As a Renaissance Disney. Disney Renaissance princess. Oh, oh, oh okay. Not like a <laughs> Renaissance <laughs> Disney princess. Yeah. Um, a Medici. <laughs> Who, Who am I doing? Benjamin? No. Who? What? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, it's got to be no. Benny and Danity. Benny and Danity? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Dan. This is my Renaissance music. <laughs> got a little Harry Potter in there. Um, <laughs> that was great. Thanks. <laughs> that was a little more Renaissance than Disney Renaissance. <laughs> Uh, Eric and Catherine the Lovebirds. Eric and Catherine the Lovebirds. You are in the middle of a Julie Andrews musical. I love Julie Andrews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know in college people said I was Julie Andrews? Because my hair was really short. Like the sound of music. <laughs> um, <laughs> Eric and Catherine the Lovebirds? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's <laughs> me as funny. Your hair was short. So it was- ergo... You carried an umbrella <laughs> all the time. <laughs> you had confidence and confidence alone? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have confidence in Eric and in Catherine, his wife. They're lovebirds. That'd be good. Thanks. Uh, and finally, Professor X and Lady X. Professor X. Like you're in a really cheesy, stupid comic book. Professor X and Lady X. <laughs> Great. Well, right, there we have it. There we, <laughs> there we have it. Thanks for donor shout-outing. I'm going to go straight into credits. today by people and danny was here moses was here uh go on to patreon.com forward slash the booking give us money um what else do they do jake rate us on itunes rate and review rate please. and review please hey shout outs to yeah <clears throat> oh yeah danny did you know about this shout him out hey no i second. didn't i don't tell know, me more. I know what's it's going on i'm about to tell you yeah it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Glad you're my seat. Super califragilistic. Mm-hmm. Super excited. Shout outs to Clayton Hutchins yeah. and Z Grace Z for giving us some awesome, awesome reviews. Yes, you guys are the best. Tell nice. us what, what, what do people need to do if they well, want to follow in these great gentlemen's footsteps. If you wanted to follow in their footsteps, you could write a review. Clayton Hutchins' review is a five-star review titled An Honest Review. The text of that review says the bookening is the greatest most charming most intelligent podcast i've ever listened to by no means am i under the imperious curse boom z grace z two weeks later the bookening is cooking up something good with a little ear of corn emoji nice five stars the bookening is the greatest most charming most intelligent podcast i've ever listened to by no means am i under the imperious curse nice boom well done bravo you guys are the best. Yeah, they are. Hey, Danny, thanks for coming on. Thanks again. for having me. We'll see you again for Bleak House. Bleak if not House. before, but looking forward to it. Very bleak stuff. Uh, story. Got the Charles Dickens and should be good. It'll be great. And bring Moses back sometime. Yeah. Sure. He'd love to come. Bye, Moses. Bye.